0: You don't have to be perfect for someone to root for you,
1: and I actually think this is really relevant to the movie. We're it's talk highly about relevant because highly we're relevant. talking about this, like our characters, like you know, our greatest characters and stories of TV and film, especially as of recent,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are. It's always this complicated anti-hero This, mm-hmm. and it, you know, there there have to be these layers yeah. of. Um, Oh, every Showtime. Show. You don't want somebody who's too much, you know. Especially with, and then it, be, and it is gender too, because you're like, you don't want to marry Sue, and you don't want somebody who's too perfect. You need someone. Who, we want flawed protagonists, but we want them to still be accessible. Mm-hmm. We don't want somebody who's con- who's too yeah. cold. We want to see, uh, we want to see vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is true too, even with your social media personas or whatever. Mm-hmm. We see, there are examples of this in the present day, mm-hmm. which I know we'll talk about when we start talking about this movie. But um, this movie we're talking about this week is a great encapsulation of, I think, the opposite of that.
0: Mm, totally
1: right. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a very intentional um, farce.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just, no, it, it.
1: It's. I don't know where to end my. Sa- I didn't know what else other the word to
0: say. It it lifts farces. It the right lifts one, but. weight off your shoulders. Right, That's like how I felt. I was just like, ah, uh, yeah. I uh, think this was. My spine relaxed a little bit. <laughs> yes. I think that like an immediate thing. Oh, hey, it... wait. Yes. Chelsea. Sorry, Victoria. Oh, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, what are we doing today? Is uh, the... what would
1: what would what, what, what do, what do we 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 both need something. Yeah. It's uh, um, right now. And it, of Pre- it's it's breath a breath fresh, of fresh movie. movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <same. laughs> Welcome.
0: This is a Breath of Fresh movie, a weekly podcast for me, Victoria Harley. And me, Chelsea Poe, We watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before, and then we talk about it.
1: And we may not talk about everything, but we'll talk about anything. So ding, ding, ding. Spoiler. ahoy. ahoy. <laughs> what if you rung a bell and just ding, ding, ding? Um, that would be really annoying. I hope you would change that ringtone uh, or that doorbell.
0: Yeah. Throw, throw away that cowbell. If it makes that sound just thinking about all the the drops I'm gonna have to do. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Um Today's movie, which we were starting to talk about. Which that tends to happen. Which happens. So no, no, no. It's great. It's great. There's nothing wrong with it. Sure. We're perfect. Sure. 1979's comedy, The Jerk, which I I'm just gonna say it. I'm embarrassed, I haven't seen this one yet. No, it, it's it's one of those seminal
1: classics. Again, I haven't either, and this is you yeah. know, this is what this this pod's about, is we're kind of meeting that apex between Look, I haven't seen the majority of movies. Yeah. Let's be real. And Victoria's I have seen a lot. A of lot. Ga- I Victoria's a lot of gaps. seen a
0: lot of movies, but then again, there are these certain. I feel like when when one of these comes up, I I it's feel inter- like it's fun. I feel extra shameful because I've seen a lot of weird, obscure stuff, but I haven't seen well, you this. Know, but it comes up you know? a
1: lot, you know. But not in a bad way. But there yeah. are interesting. I don't know if you can you can draw. Well, I can certainly draw a pattern of some of a lot of this overlap. Like we had both not seen Muriel's Wedding, Mannequin. Yeah, uh, King of Comedy, or like I think there's yes. a certain, uh, you know, Vic- Victoria is into old Hollywood, <laughs> the lore and life of it, and it's admirable, and we we ought to have more, <laughs> we ought to have more of that represented in like media discourse in general because it adds perspective. It like it it just you know, but the I... passage of time, things get lost, oh, right? Absolutely. It's just crazy because of how dense and prevalent. Media consumption is, and how much content there is. Mm-hmm. I say content, but it really film, TV shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um even the, the, the cycles. The television. cycles just are moving infinitely faster. So for somebody to even be as aware as like Victoria is of something that came out before 1960, you know, it's it's becoming increased. It's it's fascinating. It's truly like you look at it on a chart, and it has mm-hmm. this infinitesimal uh, mm-hmm. like. Slope, yeah, where it becomes so rarefied, yeah, a hundred years ago, yeah, to know,
0: yeah, just just a you. piece of history, yeah, and, and
1: how that directly relates to why things are still the way they are now, yeah,
0: and I think you know they say something about how it's estimated that ninety percent of silent films have been lost and we're kind of yes. um we're kind of, we're in it the same thing's going to happen with streaming. I mean, all these things that have just poof gone like It's a boom and bust and mm. and and then and for
1: you to point that out, I, that isn't we don't call on that enough. Mm-hmm. I think it's a tragedy. <laughs> oh man, you're going to be so annoyed. Do it. Babylon. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> That's the point of the movie. Like I'm, yeah. s- like I just, I was like, I couldn't not once that I like was just. I was like, this very aptly addresses the idea of like an entire empire that just gets wiped away by time. Yeah, and it, and it's just the cycle, and it's going to happen yep. again. We're living again in and one again, now, and, again. and everything we know and see, an entire civilization just buried in dust, Ozymandias style. Like it's just. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's and so
1: what what is existence about? I'm sorry, I'm getting crazy. I
0: mean But it's just that idea. Making art like the jerk, you know, just (laughs) just tying it it back back to the significance of, of the jerk. And how it it's a reflection of its time, like and in that sense it is it's true cinema.
1: And that's and I there are, you know, there is some divide. Oh, in, yeah. In I understand, And I that. get that.
0: I do get that. But um, that's
1: also it, it addresses that point of the way things evolve and change where we feel so distanced to a very short history that we actually have.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know, not that long ago, mm-hmm. how how, you know, incredible this was in a different light. Yeah. And now there has to be a little bit of we have to add that lens of like, yes, things are different now. Yeah. You couldn't do this now.
0: It's true. Um, it's interesting, though, because, and we'll talk about the writing process and the whole kernel of, but this all really came from that line, I was born a poor black child. Like, I mean, and that's a bo- the opening sequence,
1: mm-hmm. super bold. Yeah. And the, and the, and even watching it, and I've heard that reference a thousand times before watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Same. It's one of the most, I, it's funny enough, it's one of the most quoted lines I've ever heard. Of a movie, which is embarrassed, yeah. like uh, well, other than like you know, The Office is that's different. That's a TV oh, show also too. Yeah, that's so. Else. Other than The Office, mm-hmm. as a, a middle class white girl in Rancho Cucamonga, mm-hmm. one of the most quoted jokey movie lines I've heard of people of a various of a certain spectrum of age that mm-hmm. have lauded this movie i was I was born a poor black child yeah yeah, and it's just because it so encapsulates a certain type of humor yes. and, and tone
0: yeah and yeah yeah i i'm I gotta say, I mean so I mean just to quickly get it out there Yes. because the perhaps cut me off everybody out there may perhaps knows the story, but this is about a naive young man who seeks his fortune um while briefly trying to escape a deranged killer, but that drops off after a while that doesn't really last like that's in the log line for this movie in a lot of places but i'm like oh that was really only just like a phase i mean it's it's a a bit it's a bit exactly i think of of this
1: film totally the guy was just trying to quit smoking this it really does feel on on par with if you if you understand and can be on board with like Happy Gilmore, yeah. Slash I think you should leave. Yeah. Slash mm-hmm. hot rot. Like it's it's a it's a it's a dumb character in a dumb world. It is. But it's an accepted reality and a character that's expressing Yeah. It, there were a reflection of that. Yeah. And at the same time there's also, you know, you, there's there's there, It's very innovative what he's doing with the humor, I guess. I don't want to deliberately. And I've been saying anti-comedy when we've talked about it before, but I know that's. I think that that's. I um, don't think that's the perfect term for it. I also
0: just one detail that I also, (laughs) I'm just gonna say I love is like, oh, this is rated R. Yeah, I love that. I was again. I didn't know that actually either coming in. So this is. No, I think actually by today's standards, it feels like. It was pretty tame. I mean, it, they it say, is, but, but but once they're they throw around the N word a few times, you're right. You're which right. is again yeah. immediately. I yeah.
1: I know I cut you off, and you're trying to give the the details about this was in '79. The jerk, Steve Martin. Oh
0: yeah, that's okay. And
1: we got it. But whatever. Okay, we, we, so we, but just
0: we're we're. But, I felt guilty about that. So no, I mean, no, no. I think we're fine because this is a very um, well known movie. We've got the cast list here. We'll bring people's names up as we go. <laughs> We got um, this. We got this. We got this. I'm um, not worried. But it, but is, but it but is. we're, we're a now that. talking about our our first impressions and our, our thoughts. So I think it's – I'm I, – I enjoy – no, <laughs> but
1: I feel like I've definitely – just cut me off. Tell me. No, no. You, okay. Continue well, your – I, I feel like you were saying something – you were saying about, I was
0: saying – what was I saying? I mean, just that um, we were talking it's a reflection about, of its time, and I think – it's rated R, but it's it was, rated R, but yes. it was. But you're it's right. uniquely an R. It's yeah I would because because you're right. It totally that word is is the reason. The offense is verbal, but it's the, a yes. very intentional verbal humor. It is that is happening and because
1: otherwise you'd watch if this was muted and you're watching you're like this is actually really saccharine yeah. and kind of it almost feels like kind of a schmaltzy.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's cute. I it's gotta, a cute movie with some like, very like I went in really big words. Like don't get me wrong. Like I went in. Knowing that basic premise that he right. was like raised by these uh, black sharecroppers, it's the one line I ever knew. <laughs> I mean, I knew the premise and like, and that he discovers that like, oh, I'm. You mean I'm going to stay this color forever? And I think what's what's genius about this is that the joke is on whiteness, yes, not on blackness. No, it's
1: it's that it's that kind of thing that like, again, I'm not. I was. It's I'm not never punching gonna, down. I'm never going to go. I'm not going to war for Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder, but it's the idea of that race reversion as being a punch down about the th- like, like, like you just take it one extra step and yeah. you'll understand that this is this is deliberately supposed to be self effacing of white culture.
0: Yes. You yeah. Know? No, and I and I think, that's I think that that comes through in the fact that he has no rhythm. Right. Uh, and the fact that. The music that he's bonded, like that he's getting into, it's like and big the rest bands. Of his family's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was this cutesy, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like so.
1: It reminded me of the. It was like, like Glenn Miller oh,
0: band, or yeah, like, you, you know, know, like so. You know, in Pleasantville, they're like, oh, you can only you can't play Perry Como, you can't do this. It's, yeah. like,
1: it's like the whatever the a
0: Lawrence Welk it the, feel life like, could be a dream. Yeah, <laughs> it was very know. very yeah, and that's funny. And also, you know, deli- for his birthday, for his birthday, you know, they they get his favorite meal, which is you know, it's parody tuna. It's tuna fish with mayonnaise on white bread with a can of tab and two Twinkies it's like it's it's so assume, on the nose the about, second you about see that plate on that it's like we're making fun of Whitey yes. like, and, and like and, and also that's making great fun of the
1: idea <laughs> of a character like his trying to be, like that, that perception of underdog and how it's just yes I think he's he's hitting it head on yeah and it's I feel like I couldn't help but think of both the the Weird Owl movie that we watched oh, as absolutely. well as Dewey Cox. The idea of the like the intentional subversion of the hardship I, like the I think, rags to riches. Well the, that's
0: just it. There's so many different stories that I The think, appropriation thing. Yeah. Like
1: it's pretty it's 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 pretty layered. It
0: actually it is it is actually satirical and it is it was originally going to be called Easy Money, and it was definitely way more focused. I'm glad it wasn't. I know. The jerk is a great the name. The way it was way more focused, kind of on the hypocrisy of of wealth and in Beverly Hills society. I also think the jerk is such a
1: self aware name that perfectly encapsulates yeah. the headspace of the like. If you if like to get up in arms about certain things about it, it's like I don't think you understand. Like they, yeah. I feel like it's that last afterthought of like, well, just so you know, like
0: yeah, it's the and jerk. Also. Um, Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee who are both real blues singers are playing yeah. in that opening scene I mean it's like and these it's are it's very
1: art- it was very artistic and, no
0: they they had yeah. they had great players the I mean, music Mab- was
1: really good in Mabel
0: this. King and Richard Ward like there's there's good they had they had fine actors and they had I, I find it harder to take issue because I, again I, I feel that it, I feel it, that you
1: can see the level of care like what yeah. you're pointing out itself it's that attention to detail that's like this isn't It's, it's the, it is, of course, it's not punching down because like there, you can, you can tell the level of of care and self-awareness and understanding that's being, yeah, it is, right? It's about the underdog. It's that and it's it, the attention
0: to detail. And you know, it's funny that you brought up, you know, uh, Dewey Cox. I was thinking about Big Fish a little yes. bit. I was also thinking yes. about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> yeah. um, this is like right in that pantheon. Yeah, keep... anytime I mean, anytime we get toward a circus, I mean, we're in like Fellini <laughs> territory. We're
1: thinking of a character yeah. that is this absurd thing, this absurd entity that you're like, really, mm-hmm. but then, oh, the world is absurd. Yes. And, then, and when that's matched, and again, Happy Gilmore and Hot Rod oh, came yeah. to mind for those same reasons. Shooter McGavin. Too. I mean, even even Anchorman. You you know, yeah. any any idea, any any story that has that level of broadness, yeah. and and it's not just that this character is the certain tone, but then you see the rest of the world it's in, yeah, and there is
0: well, and I you know, there's the, fun to be the had. moment where he does use the N word. It, you know, I don't love it. Like I don't it, love it, it.
1: It is. It's. It is just. Just. But uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's jarring. Yeah. Even yeah. As I'm watching it now, even w- it, as, as many concessions as we can take, it's like this. It's still hard to hear. Like I'm not. I'm not thrilled. And I would say that's on the cusp of a a, a time shift kind of thing. Yeah. That like precisely. I again, I wouldn't. If this was being remade, I. I don't know. Like again, I reflection. I don't know. I understand the I think, intention. I think
0: reflection of the time. I think you would just say something different, you know, like I I mean like okay, I'm not condoning you know? these. No, research. no, no, me neither, but like just a quick sidebar is like I'm thinking about John Waters when he was on that episode of the Simpsons.
1: Yes. And
0: there was this one he was sent the script and he totally was good with it. Everything looked good except for one detail, which was that um, you know, he wa- they instead of using the word queer which they went, they had used the word fag.
1: Yeah, you know what? That's a great example you brought up with Thank that you. too, because I think John Waters as well, and I know yeah. you, are Victoria's the the resident John Waters PhD, oh, and it's not hardly, it, but only in the sense it's like I. There's a lot of he is somebody
0: who has had to adapt and yes. has always been. Although the at world that, has kind caught world of caught up to him, like that's what that's his observation. Sure, it's just like that wait, true. how did I become accepted? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that may be true. But I yeah. think
1: that like the idea of um, that's an example of somebody who, and I think Steve Martin as well. And I've seen that yeah. reflect in like his his more recent work and yes. and interviews. Yes. And you know, I did his master class. You know, I oh, think yeah, he's yeah. somebody who. Um, Understands that things are adaptive with the times. Absolutely. And I don't, that they're, like, con, like un, you know, for better or worse, there's a lot of... No, he's we have still to wor- look at comedy contextually. Also,
0: like, he's still working, and, like, working with... I mean, although I know he said he, after murders, maybe he's, like, done, but the fact that he's, like, maintained... Um, I don't even want to say relevance. That's not the right word. I know that was the easy word to think but of, but I, I like a, that
1: comparison he, with John Waters, the idea of somebody who, like, they understand how... how fluid yeah how fluid society is yeah and i don't think that they've been inconsistent i think they've always been people for the people yes and their comedy absolutely which really like, always serves and i think like the jerk yeah. is a great example of that yeah i think it's such a i think it's such a fundamental misunderstanding of the story to get caught up exactly in, in but i in think, the things that, but that like said, yeah I, I wouldn't say hey don't i wouldn't say yeah. make that now but
0: but i but i i think this is why we're talking about it up front is because I think it's really it's important to to make it to just like make our our feelings known about it and and like I don't yeah. know and to just I mean I don't ever you want of what I just said, no no no, no. I, I don't um this is all good there's nothing you know. here that feels wrong I think yeah you know, it's, I think it's, but, it's but I think you know um but I think it's uh. It's something I imagine could turn people off, and that's fine. Like that is fi- that's completely legitimate. again. It's kind of a tro- it's just like and, with the Tropic Thunder thing, which the- is a very
1: much more recent film. Yeah, and where I it's kind of like I- if that's not your vibe, I'm not I'm know. not here to try to sell
0: it. And I'm in sorry. the con- totally, and in the context of the story, it is again still on the side of the people because what's being proposed is basically like we're not going to allow you know black folk to use whatever it is they're just they're talking about, right? You know, it, it's this sort of moment of I come from that, that is who I am. It's just an unfortunate like that moment is kind of tarnished, you know, and by it, the use it, of that that term. But then I, I mean, don't there's know. so much, there's layers
1: to it as maybe well. Maybe I'm he, being over. He, t- he sensitive. takes up no, but he like they, deliberately like Steve mm-hmm. Martin's character is able to take up space and do certain things in the story. Yeah. For his his him being white, so like him being in that scene about and yeah. they say that, with the, for him to freak out and say he's one of the, you know that you know you you know if you it, know you know yeah
0: I feel and like in it, its time that that was more radical rather than I
1: would I mean it's still radical now for I mean, our reaction to it we've we've fair, already devoted a lot of time no we to have trying and, to and I don't address and I it. want
0: to talk about other things. Um, this is a movie that's lacking in cynicism, despite all of this. Exactly. Like, um, critique it offers it makes it it just he it's it's, i mean it's ultimately very charming oh no i mean and the fact that his name is okay naven like naive, naive like he's he is the fact that like also i
1: wonder if in any way yeah the house the um sorry house of leaves mark danielewski one of his characters Mm -hmm. is Navidson, and it Hmm. reminded me of that. Oh, it's such a that's a that's such a bad cut. That sorry, okay, such a bad reference. All right, I just was thinking of the nae, Navin, nave, naive. Yeah,
0: I think it's it's, what is that? I mean, it's all part of that, and the fact that he is plucky, he's unable to detect sarcasm. You know, and then who is who was one of the first people he works for. Jackie Mason, you right, know,
1: like the king of sarcasm. who Just he doesn't read any, but that that's no. so fun to watch. That yeah, I feel like understanding comedy to be able to yeah, yeah, to and make those kinds of jokes and have those kinds of interact. Like he is perpetually around people who are like cynics and yes, I, and honestly, the Elf and a lot of Will Ferrell you kind of what? characters have that vibe You're where they right. just they treat something yeah. very face value kind and a, that's the humor. Yeah,
0: I think um, Happy Gilmore actually I th- too. I think like the, uh, the 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 the, you know the person saying like oh don't call that dog lifesaver call him shithead and yes. you think that that's the end of the joke no but that's and then it's like that's oh his no name. that's his name now and then anytime shithead I watched,
1: let's and go. I watched this with captions on and it would say like in it like shithead barked or shithead barks <laughs> yes like it's like shithead was the name of the dog the like, captions person uh, made sure they didn't just like, put dog hey, just so you, no they didn't say dog they were like, like no sound I'm of writing dog barking, out dog barks it, no it's like shithead barks yeah like
0: and I mean the fact that every time it comes up because you naturally call out to your dog And it's that's just, so earnest and fucking hilarious yes. too like <laughs> shit up come
1: actually, on. And that also like funny <laughs> fucking it reminded me of Scary Movie at the end when when what's Her Face Anna Ferris realizes Doofy's like oh spoilers for a fucking scary movie oh, Doofy, yeah. they think that and then like the, the detective like, shithead? Yeah it's
0: like, I, Shithead? Similar to <laughs> it's that. Just such a funny word. No, it is. it is. And the word funny shit, funny. I gotta say, shit is like that's the magic word of this movie because Shad. every line where somebody dropped a shit, I think I <laughs> dropped a shit. It's way. just funny. It just made me laugh. And
1: that's, and that's, you bring up a good point with that too about the use of profanity. Yeah. And the use of like, Have de- seen deliberate a little boy salaciousness. With, he's got
0: curly blonde hair and he's wearing a t shirt that says bullshit on it. Yes. Him. <laughs> Which is so fucking, and like let's like talk about Bernadette. Here, like, I talk talk like to me about just, Bernadette. I don't, I, I, I don't. I I don't
1: I didn't come with 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 hard notes on her other I'm just I'm a fan of her and this is a great example of a film where she was really um,
0: she was hysterical
1: absolutely hysterical and she shows up for the assignment she understands the tone and I think this also I'm drawing now another parallel to like clue it's the idea that's a good you recognize the jokes you play them broad and big and passionately but you aren't winking. You're, you know you're, you're not. not in a you're not being like <laughs> your character. Serious. <laughs> I, I just blew up a bus or whatever the fuck that sh- Shazam line is. You know it's it's not like that. It's yeah. that idea no. of her melancholically singing yeah. "You Belong to Me" yeah. and then suddenly yeah. she pulls out a trumpet. trumpet. You've Never seen her with a fucking trumpet. And that that she just pulled, moment that was destroyed. I mean, me. there's inc- there's so many incredible moments like that in yeah. this film that tr- that that again and that one was, of my top 5 movies is clue and it's it's a film oh, that fl- that embodies yeah. that type of humor and it's it's it is a bit winky but that's a different thing There's a lot of nostalgic love too but yeah. so it the jerk has that energy of that that earnest committed super broad mm-hmm.
0: Um, it light, like I said, it lightens your load. Like it's, it's just, just accepted. Yeah, it, you know. It, it's I mean, it, the it's whole. charming. The whole sequence it's with charming. the with the guys at the gas station. I mean, that felt like kind of an extended sketch.
1: Yeah, you it, know? it is a series of sketches. That is like yeah. even like the trumpet thing too. It's like what would be yeah. a silly thing happening during like a, a moonwalk on the beach serenade, yeah. and then suddenly this. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I even thought though it was kind of a strangely romantic thing him describing one to travel through the trumpet it's adorable to kiss her and like well why didn't you? It it i didn't it makes i didn't want to get spit on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and to see the what a punchline is that right <laughs> so good and i don't get spit f- on me fucking licking her face like mm-hmm. oh my god um and it's not too
1: over the top because then you start thinking of stuff that is like yeah par- like it's, it's too also, like scary movie th- the fact that also he is
0: there's okay there's something kind of like irrepressibly attractive about a guy who has no guile whatsoever. Yeah, because the way that that woman—well, um, I mean, I love Patty Bernstein. Let's just yeah. talk. I love her. The the which okay, she's basically like the, yes. the sort of punk motorcycle. I I, I was the watching her and being like, I'm interested to
1: hear what the I want Victoria oh, uh, input you know, is on her. You know, what I was, liked that character, but I, I also liked the sh- switch.
0: I like the switch. I liked her in that way that a clueless guy, it is a woman who comes along and shows you what's what. The fact that he was not in control or or he was not an aggressor in any way, I think made it kind of a little silly, but also a little cute. Like, like, hey, this this is like a ride. This
1: could make a good kind of series. Like, this feels almost like a... And uh, I mean... Like a, the, a Danny McBride kind of character. Well, and the sex is represented
0: way. pretty innocently in that it's like it's a trailer rocking or it's the uh, Ferris wheel cart yeah. <laughs> rocking. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what's going on. The context, on. it's like, again, it's, it's, very, it, yeah. it's very aware of itself. Yeah. And um, I thought the. the <laughs> it's not high horseing. Just a little joke, but I think that this only grows more flowers as time goes on is like I'll guess your age weight or sex (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah like that's just fucking great (laughs) and I mean it's ahead
1: of its time and it really is in a a respect
0: but also at the same time doesn't isn't that so indicative though of like the 70s were like that was I mean we're talking post Stonewall I mean time is a flat circle
1: right that's what I'm saying
0: And like Babylon part of that Yes. Yeah.
1: Things get wiped away, and then we just do it all we over do again. Do it all over again. And then so we don't we're learn get, from get wiped our away in the yeah. sands. Yeah. And then we're and then we're doing it again. Well, that's
0: just it. Like the '70s, particularly in academia, was the time where like queer studies was born, yeah. where the legitimacy of these things was finally being written about. I mean, this is like 1979. Like enough has has cultured, and if you live in a city, it's like yeah, you you understood what trans was. A lot people knew what this was in the seventies. Okay, no, it's just that that we, like we're,
1: we're it's it, even in the nineties. Like we were talking about this in other with I mean, other folks in the twenties. What, they ha- knew about what it. have you?
0: Yeah, it's been this way. Yeah, it's just it's just a question of how well traveled are you as a person? You know, I just think everyone should watch Babylon. I agree, <laughs> um, but yeah, Patty <laughs> you kicks ass. But I also Patty Bernstein reminds yeah. me of you know up until like very recently, if a woman or a girl in a like a high school movie was dressed like a goth or a punk. Yeah. She was considered like ugly or unattractive. That wasn't considered hot. I thought
1: that I found that I found this very modern yeah, uh message-wise of yeah. a lot of what it was saying and even in regards to that too about yeah. gender, gender performance. Yeah. Um you know that 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 whole that tough girl biker what uh, yeah. the optics yes. of of yeah, gender identity and performance. Mm-hmm. And this is a lot of the jokes, too, as well as race, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and that makes this super modern.
0: I know. It felt so fresh. Like, really, again, even like just. Even Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's highly enjoyable. And it. I don't, despite this one, you know, detail, this one very obvious, like, uh, splinter on the thing, it really does age well. You know what I mean? And like,
1: even, when we talk the splinter, it's one of those sort of things, like. We have to then like how how deep down do you want to dissect? Yeah, you know intentionality, context, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's yeah, whatever. Um, I
0: love pizza in a cup. Oh my
1: god, (laughs) pizza! No, yeah, they tried to do it. I know Babish. There was a binging with Babish episode episode where they tried to do that. Honestly, it's basically just going to be like a super chunky like tomato basil soup with like a ton of cheese and bread. And then tomato slices, but uh, sorry, uh, pizza, uh, pepperoni slices. But yeah, it's still like to the, like, I've seen that clip actually a lot of times for whatever reason. I've I've known the poor black child line and I've known the pizza in the cup and I've been like, I want to eat
0: the melted cheesy There's There's an episode of Space Ghost where I think they're like, hey, where do you go for lunch around here? And, And Zorak's like, pizza in the cup. It's good. It's just so funny. (laughs) And I love he's like, oh, they put the other pizza in a cup guy out of business. Yeah. (laughs) The absurdity of, again, creating these products, like the OptiGrab, you know, this this thing that like suddenly once it's been invented, it's like everywhere. The bank teller has one, you know. Yeah, I thought that was a very funny payout. I didn't realize how far that was going to go as well. Oh, and that guy, again, just on the shit notes, like him being like, you know, I make a pretty good living selling shit like this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that really like make me crack up. I didn't expect it. This
1: is like the millionth time I've already said it, and I'll say it again. But like that's super Happy Gilmore vibes. Yeah, when you have a character, it reminds me of like The Appraiser for the House or whatever. Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm here to kick you out. You know, so yeah. it's the idea of people that are just on the uh-huh. same page—it's like and it, that same idiocy. We're consenting to this. Yeah. this. this I also, level of world.
0: I also love a good cross eye gag. Like, oh, that was not really just Carl uh, Reiner, but the the. the Foreman of the jury. That was really meta, too. Oh yeah, with Carl Reiner. Well, they joked off, that sorry. it was just like, you know, it was the cheapest "quote unquote" celebrity they could I, get. Yeah, but even still, it's just, I it I makes how, it funnier. I also liked him, like, oh, because due to that, I couldn't call cut at the right time, Honest. so this person died. I love it. I was like so. I mean, fucking, that's so fucking meta. So, like, I know, I know. So I know. again, it's very. Now we're talking Mel Brooks level. I know, like, because I was thinking about. Spaceballs comes out later than this, but I've always loved this feels being, like, post, who, like who, post-modern who made modern Mel Brooks? Yeah, I said across her nose. Uh, up it, sorry, sir. I'm trying my best. Yeah, who made that man a gunner? Yeah, <laughs> like I did, sir. He's my cousin. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like <perfect>. all across. <laughs> it's perfect. Who is that man? Assholes. It's anyway, so, that, I like could go on. So, I I'm feel not like going that to. connection is so strong. It is. In it. We're style. in that world. Yeah. Um, I have some notes about how the hell this came together, sure. uh, which are fascinating. Like yes. more, more, um, and continue. Cut me off because I'm too, I also got to say, like, if anything jumps out at you, because there's so many details. Like, well, that's I mean, why I'm like,
1: I, I feel like I need yeah. to let you talk. because I'm, I'm yeah. running the mill too much, no, and good. everybody
0: has their passions about this movie. Let's rightfully see. so, I think. So this began pretty much with like no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, in April, 19- oh, just like three women. Yeah, no, no. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Uh, well, in 19 or in 1977, uh, Steve Martin sold out the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion for his live show, and of course, he had been a personality on TV. He had appeared on Saturday Night Live. Um He. It's also too like watching a movie like this. It's like I would have loved to have
1: watched this when it came out, and you are in that. You're zeitgeist. in that world of his zeitgeist, and that that. Charm that like just the, the relevant charm of that figure in a way.
0: I mean, to be honest, from the very first scene, I kind of did sit there like how I feel I wanna, like I'm supposed to already know about Steve Martin. because I think it
1: has. You know what? It is a little. I don't want to say Winky's the best word, because when I say Winky, I mean it more just like I hate when somebody tells a joke and just like it's it kind of like with the, the bow or whatever stuff. When it's like somebody comes out, and you're just like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm talking about? You know? But there is a little bit of. Um, yeah. Oh, I, c- I can only imagine how that would have enhanced
0: the appreciation of the film, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm just realizing that, that he was like a monstrous force in terms of like yeah, he had a, King, King Tut. He had a already, rabid fan, ba- fan base. He had comedy albums. King Tut broke the internet. So, it, yeah. So the Paramount executive, David Picker, happened to be in the audience at this sold out show at the Dorothy Chandler. And he signed Steve Martin to a two picture deal because he basically took around, saw the crazy fans he was surrounded by, and was like, uh, we can make money He's on got this? a built in market. Exactly. So they're like, so he had this two picture deal. And so for a while there, he and, uh, oh, this is bad. Meow, meow, meow. Or oh, you have a hard time with your handwriting. It's more that I didn't write down a key name. Oh, that's basically, okay. Basically I think uh the guy Honestly you're probably gonna cover enough terrain. I and... know, I know. But oh, don't, don't beat yourself okay, up. Okay, okay. So Gottlieb, but he he was the screenwriter for Jaws, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he he and Steve Martin were trying to write a script together. And they were sitting they were sitting in a office in the writer's building on the Paramount lot. Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. And basically were saying to each other, Well, what about for weeks? For just weeks, nothing, nothing, and finally, Steve's like, well, here's a line this line from my act that always gets a laugh, and it was the "I was born a poor black job,
1: which is so fucking funny, dude, so like I'm sorry, like that like, is like like even now, having watched that movie. I get it. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Like, is, yeah, <laughs> like it's such a it's, it sets the the tone so perfectly. It really
0: does. Like and,
1: and it, it's he's so obnoxious
0: and yet so endearing. Yes, and, and it's, well, and I mean when he's like yeah finding like he's upset and crying and his mother's comforting him. I'm like oh this is like sweet. You know like no because it's
1: it's played it's it's played, played for serious. It's played for, yeah.
0: for realsies. He loves his
1: family. Yeah, and when he goes into that. The most controversial scene again. I yeah. don't know. He's playing it for keeps. Like yes. he's, he, yes. he believes. No, he didn't. You know. He didn't. Um, I feel like there was no tr- tremble. Uh, okay, I can understand why the the Kimmy Schmidt like storyline of What's her face who plays uh, Jenna Maroney oh, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. the Native, Native American. Yeah. So I feel like that fate was was attempting to do what I think the jerk pulls off. Yeah. Which is fair. that idea of the joke is this
0: mm-hmm.
1: character, appro- yeah. like the joke is the appropriation yeah. and the art, like you know, yeah. But I, it doesn't. I don't think it gets pulled off uh, with the right nuance that the, the jerk does, which is because they're not,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're not really punching down on the his his family. Mm-hmm. They they you know they. They show him in his upbringing a bit, but I don't think they're like rubbing it in your face no. as a racial. No, no, no. It's more to just. I mean, and they say it from the get—the jerk. Yeah. I think. I think it's well, the ultimate like. I mean, not the, a get out of jail. Free card, but yeah.
0: Well, there there were a couple. You know, we've we've mentioned several things that this reminds us of, but the this was modeled on the dismantling of Lemuel Pitkin, which is a Nathaniel West novel that's kind of about like a rags to riches and back to rags. But which that is,
1: that's another very sarcastic. That's a very Steve Martiny type of
0: yeah writer. Also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not everybody liked him either. Also, Dostoevsky's the idiot, yeah, the jerk, the idiot. Like it, the idea of an epic. And also the idea, is a bit Voltaire as well, that, like, you go all the way around the sun and you come back to your family, and that is actually the happiest ending. Right. You know, that... It's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like I said, they were sitting around, they're like, okay, well, let's work from this, from this line. Um, while that's going on, they get a first draft together, but then guess what? There's a change in leadership at Paramount. And boys and girls, you know what happens when there's a change in leadership? No, they scrap everything. Boo. No, it's true. And Yay. then and then we have to make a whole new slate because no. no one ever wants to like shepherd something successful because they can't take credit for it, mm-hmm. and they don't want to shepherd something that doesn't work out because then they suffer. For I mean, it. that's not I, mean, I couldn't possibly relate that to the present day. No, with, with the IP, no, and
1: the, all that anyway. The, 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 no one understands. What no. We're...
0: So Barry Diller and Mike Eisner had been brought into paramount to run production they had come from over from abc so like i said they create a whole new slate so what happens is they basically get martin gets released from that that contract they're mm-hmm. like let us just take this and go somewhere else so they end up with universal and i don't know how that worked out exactly but it might it must have been a they must have been really excited to get this because then universal i know i know universal universal y'all, universal, y'all. um so Steve Martin's one of his writing partners who helped, you know, create material for his live shows, Michael Elias or Elias, it's probably Michael Elias. Michael Elias comes and joins the Elias. project. Elias. He <laughs> comes to join the project. Elias. So Steve Martin at this time was living in Aspen. So Universal paid for Elias to like rent a house and be there for like a month and every day the two of them would have breakfast, go ski, write a little bit have dinner write a little bit more and play chess and they did this like every day for a month
1: i want universal to pay for my I, ski vacation Fuck yeah fuck? i was
0: like what the hell What the fuck? that sounds amazing what? uh so it was like a month of that um and really the first act can be credited to gottlieb Sorry. and martin the whole opti the opti grab stuff the rags to riches that was really a lot of them now when elias and then also carl reiner was brought in because carl reiner really was the only filmmaker of the the three of them at that point you know that these two had never made a film i before. mean he's a
1: comedy guy like, oh he's, he's gonna, a perfect he's, choice he is the yeah. champion of he's gonna make these hey look summer like he's gonna do it he's, know, gonna, he's gonna get
0: the job done he's gonna understand the joke and he's gonna make it
1: even better like it's, it might not it might not get a a, a fresh tomato score
0: but whatever uh, it's gonna be a comedy movie now with I, a beginning
1: a middle and an it ending. is
0: now it is interesting mike nichols expressed interest in directing this I wonder, but this was right around like the postcard. Was this around postcards or? Mm, I think no. Postcards, postcards was definitely mid eighties. I right. thought it was mid eighties. I was like thinking about early, Working like, Girl because like right that eight, came after, which was also mid like ni- 1990,
1: uh, late eighties.
0: I, I don't know. Anyway, the point is Mike. I don't know. We've d- never talked about these movies. Yeah, before, Mike Nichols. So. Yeah, <laughs> we've <We'd> <laughs> never talked about postcards or Working Girl. Nope, we do not we have episodes will. about them. No, um, <laughs> who cares? But it ended with going to Carl Reiner and. Interestingly, when it got down to I think like, tonally this serves for that. Oh, I yeah. Because I think there's
1: something with Mike Nichols who's like, he's super funny. But there's also, um, I don't know. I, I mean, it just, it, maybe I, at this point it was think, it was earlier enough too. because is a decade prior to it a lot had of a, what I've seen of his. I think like, it would have had a heaviness to it. I think there's a sentimentality. Yeah. About his stuff that yeah. not that the, we just talked about this earnestness thing. I think the difference is that it it's there's a way
0: it's a weightiness. Yeah, and there's a self seriousness yes. that I think the jerk can't have. Yes, in I, order to make it work, I completely agree. I think Carl Reiner, you know, guy who worked on Sid Caesar show of shows, and yeah. you know, really the brain behind the Dick Van Dyke you just, show. You need I mean, someone
1: who's going to go. All in, and also really trust the yeah. comedic voice driving it. And, Steve and Martin. he did,
0: and he could. He saw that Steve Martin was like a performer just waiting to explode on the screen. Like, just, I mean, not that I wouldn't watch the Nichols version. Oh, but, well, of course, we you would know have. I would
1: want to watch the Elaine May version. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. honestly, seeing Heartbreak Kid again recently. I, yeah, it's not a competition, but so much fucking funnier than the graduate. I feel I'm like sorry. the jerk would have ended more melancholy. Yeah, I feel like
1: if it was Elaine May, it would he would have ended like you would have watched it would like, die with in, him the in, in the alley or street. something. Yeah, no. like it would have it would have um, it would have ended worse than it started. No, I but have. and, and t- like she has a she has a. Uh, A nihilist streak about her storytelling that I really love. I I mean, I think that's what's like. There's this renaissance that we Mm -hmm. have for her. This re, re, uh, this reappraisal that is it serves because
0: yeah. She she said that she said the quiet part loud. Oh yeah. No, I'm going to see Heartbreak Kid. Elaine May's the jerk. What would that (laughs) look like? It was so funny because I went out to see it with uh, Connor. uh, Oh yeah. And and it was funny because he. he's like afterward he was just like from the moment you see charles groden like looking at himself in the mirror with the pipe i'm like yeah. going, oh hi you know he's like oh this guy sucks yeah like oh, it's a movie about a guy who sucks this is gonna be great yeah. <laughs>
1: what's a movie about a guy who sucks is yeah. going viral like, on twitter mm, as of late mm, i don't know yeah
0: just people sharing their yeah ideas oh and the, yeah that, right? that's like an annoying movie twitter thing a though. movie it's about like, a guy who sucks it's it, like it just becomes like it's mad libs it's just like Reply with your thing. I just I I'm just like, pick a vampire movie
1: for the for the chuckles. Yeah, I'm not fun, I'm not clever. Yeah. I just, a guy who sucks.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Okay. Um.
1: Sorry. Cut all. No.
0: No. It's it. fine. Uh. Stanley Kubrick loved the movie. By the way, I want to just mention that. Good um, for him. And Stanley
1: Kubrick has a sense of humor.
0: Exactly. And in fact, he he reached out to. He invited I think Martin to England, and uh, they met up. And he was talking to him about. Uh, I think I would like to adapt a uh, Trump novel and make it into a sex comedy about a doctor dealing with his wife, confessing about having sexual fantasies about another man, which ended up becoming Eyes Wide Shut. That's so fucking funny.
1: You know, the thing, though, is that part Steve of what Steve Martin's makes... Eyes Wide Shut. So, but like, you know, like, well, part of what makes Eyes Wide Shut works is that it's like a comedy in disguise. That's so right? true. Like That's it, so many it of seems Kubrick's like this, this, this disturbing, deep thing. And it's... It is a joke. I think Stanley, like, yeah. it's almost like you're like trapped between glass. Like, I think he is, mm. he wants to be the funny guy, but ha-
0: yeah. I, I don't know,
1: but I know, I mean, he pulls off what Ari Aster is trying to pull off in terms of that, the, the devastating yeah. but still funny. Yeah. I like, think, like, Barry Lyndon's fucking hilarious, but it is, it, it doesn't compromise on its, its, no. uh,
0: yeah. devastation. And I mean, he obviously reimagined Eyes Wide Shut into this very different ends on like the ultimate punch it does Movie
1: the whole movie is set up punchline yeah
0: yeah Um, i mean i don't could you imagine yeah like you said oh and i and i feel like yeah i mean not that this is about kubrick but i think a lot of his movies end on a punchline like that you know i wonder actually could
1: it it could be interesting to Mm -hmm. see but I feel like it would really have to have been framed to yeah. be like imagine. a bait and switch drama to comedy. Yeah, you know? I just because Quentin ha- Tarantino actually I think does a good job oh, with yeah. with reframing dramatic people comedically. Yes, and I wonder if Kubrick could do the opposite, the opposite yeah. direction.
0: I mean, I think I we've talked about this before. Uh, people who are comedically gifted make the transition to drama very well. Like not all, but I think the understanding
1: but, tension. And you yeah. sent me
0: those you sent me oh yeah yeah we can share that with with the listeners yeah i just wanted to mention that stanley kubrick thinks that that was great tension Um, and release elias was talking about the one of the screenwriters said it was steve acts it was steve's act in a way which was also groundbreaking and anarchistic and bent all the rules and reflected on itself and parodied other things but the thing that was also so charming or attractive was its lack of cynicism which we've been sort of talking about. Um, yeah. I do want to mention the location, the um, the mansion that he creates for himself. Yeah. Now, the, ex- <laughs> the exteriors were like a different place, but sure. all the mansion interiors were actually from a house that was owned by Mohammed Al-Fassi, who was a Saudi prince's son, and he was going to UCLA. Okay. So he... represents. So basically, imagine a college freshman with $40 million to spend so designing their own home. And that's... So we're talking about the clamshell bathtub, the red billiard room. Like, this is all earnest this, this architecture. This was all real. But it
1: happens to be placed in, like, we're telling a story about this obnoxious, like, like, what would an obnoxious person, but this is real. This is real. That's so no, funny. No, like,
0: the, the prop people, like, people. I mean, put, I didn't hate it. No, people, people came in and the prop people were like, where did you find this? And, they're like, it was here. But that, that is so true. Like, I. I mean, just the wild shit that look, people will do in Drew this good and has
1: a YouTube video that rich people have bad taste. And it's all oh, about yeah. this idea of like the tackiness circles. The sun like you, you can't. This, celebrities have stylists for a reason. Yes, they do. And, the, and, and you can't. You trust account. someone else. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, here's my money. Fix my taste. Make, you make, know, make this make this look good.
0: Like yeah. just make this like not look embarrassing. Yeah. Don't embarrass me. Well, and I mean Beverly Hills really didn't like this person because although, like I said, the exteriors and the jerk are from a different house. In the case of this this Beverly Hills house, though, he had like,
1: I mean Beverly re- Hills, he
0: would not not like that person. Now. Oh yeah, exactly. It's a sign of the times. But he he you know replaced. Real flowers with plastic flowers. Oh he gosh. had these statues on the walls that he had painted to be anatomically correct. Beverly so. Hills is nothing but people like that now. Yeah. So I just think it's so, fun. it's like, so funny. Like the idea
1: of just like everybody has their own Frankenstein. That's incredible. Like m- millionaire it's so mansion. True. It's so true. So it's just funny that there, uh, even at that time yeah. there was still this, uh, this, uh huh. Oh, we have a certain, po- we have posterity. Our new yeah. money neighborhood has Yeah, has, I mean, I tried integrity. to find out
0: like somebody in. In a oral history, said they think you know they were like, oh, we think the kid was called back to Saudi Arabia for causing such embarrassment, you know. Like, oh my god! Like I think it became such, that so was funny. That's the story. The the notion that, sh- that cheap opulence. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But that's not. It's, as it's more a reflection as we talk about it's, it's it. It's more a be. reflection of this this young college freshman being given carte blanche, and it's like which serves the character. Of it the absolutely too. does. It's it's spiritually it perfect. Naven. It's exactly yeah because he doesn't know he's doing. Now, um, when the trailer for this movie came out, they decided to make a really big kind of premiere event of the trailer. Mm. And I thought this was fucking adorable because a thousand people who show up will get tiny bags of popcorn to last the entire trailer. (laughs) And two minutes of June 27th were declared Steve Martin minutes. Amazing. Or Steve Martin's minutes uh, by the deputy mayor, Ray Remy. Um, He like to watch this movie in his in Steve Martin's
1: heyday. Heyday. Like he clearly had a grip.
0: Oh, dude! So
1: can the you, fact that can he you was, imagine? He was doing this. Honestly, feels like Anchorman. Like I remember going to see yeah. Anchorman in a packed house in the sub, like in a packed yeah. theater in the suburbs, and the love for like the Will Ferrell Joe oh, Apatow yeah. culture was so oh, fucking so strong. Hot. Yeah, and again, I was in a huge theater, fully packed, and like the love for these characters and just the implied like, mm-hmm. w- like, well, I it's... just it sounds so much like no, reminiscent it, of that. It's so
0: funny because my my mother was out of the country. During the period where Steve Martin kind of blew up, mm. so she came back to the states, like, huh? and it was like I, everyone was talking about this guy. I was like I don't know who the fuck this is. Yeah, um, but then people, I don't, I don't know. People in our family said that my dad looked like Steve Martin. I don't think he, that's... maybe you just
1: had salt and pepper hair.
0: He just was gray. He, he went was gray, gray young. That's really what it was. Um I mean maybe like the similar chin, but I don't know. I'm like maybe. I'm like I can't I can't acknowledge this because then I can't he talk was a cutie pie. because then I can't talk about how hot Steve Martin is. In yeah, this right, movie. exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, the the daddy complex
0: stuff. It's not exactly that though. I it's tease. Like, I know it's I mean not I'm that. just saying like I'm Steve just, Martin's I'm like fully he's teasing. in good shape here. He's a cutie pie. I and He's, I don't he's got a good face. I don't you know. Disagree. Yeah, but Bernadette Peters was good enough for her. D- just
1: that's mm-hmm. they're, they're they're just they're just good at what they do.
0: Yeah. Uh, apparently, Bill Murray was uh, supposed to be in this. He was cut from the film. He played like a, mm. a decorator, a flamboyant decorator. You know, I, I guess. Well, they
1: ended up working
0: together in a little Shop. Oh, it's fine. So but, it all worked but out. But evidently, on Weekend Update, when the movie came out. Bill Murray made, like, made some a joke about, about, like, you know, like... That's funny. I wasn't it, but, you know, whatever. The movie's a dog. You know, I think it's <laughs> missing something. You know? I think it's fun. That's yeah. funny. I mean, I think that is funny. Um, I also
1: like, like, I think that he... You wouldn't want him to pull... If, if it's him versus Steve Martin in a scene, they are, like, you can yeah. only do... Like, I, don't, I think it encapsulates so well in, in Little Shop that he is mm-hmm. the guy who's just, like, totally okay with the masochism. Right. And so Steve Martin's character is, like, not, yeah. like, enjoying doing yeah. the dentistry on him. It. yeah just like oh okay it's no fun you're just like okay you're with enjoying it. it yeah like <laughs> so I feel like almost Bill Murray was like that that yeah. next half step of comedy humor that like started like mm-hmm. happening and yeah. it's it clashes for me
0: I think you're right that I think it, it I wouldn't want too much with I think them it, together I think the same it's room. like this needed to be uh you know there's like solar systems with one star and some with two. And I feel like if there's a binary going on, it's him and Bernadette Peters. Yes. And you wouldn't
1: want to pull. It's it's too earnest. It's too earnest. Um, You don't want to pull from that. It's part of what makes the movie so great. I know.
0: And I'm, fully done with notes because by the way if you're interested in our director this week you can go back to episode 39 Not My John Candy which was our episode about summer rental we have talked about we have talked about Carl Reiner I went into great depth on that episode she really did so get your butt back there I'm not gonna repeat myself
1: and she shouldn't have to (laughs) because she covers a lot of ground Thank you. And when that director comes up, she's gonna she be talking and then it and then here we are mm-hmm. and look at you. Yeah. Not knowing things. Yeah. Unless you've been
0: following. Well, we have this some, isn't the right move. This no. isn't the move. <laughs> we'll this cut it out. No. Um, you're good people. Uh I would love to find out what reviews are like. Yes. Now um, that we've fully this a, this covered. This is a
1: beloved film. Yes and i'm For very good reason. i'm very yeah i'm very pleased to just be sorry i still have the trick to no it's okay um on rotten tomatoes i always find it like i really like seeing when a film has a congruent you know critic score and audience score 83% critic score 84% audience score i think people are getting what's laid out here like they're yeah. getting what's being put down and most people are on board
0: unless it, you just aren't into just it. Taste you know what I'm right. Saying? I'm just briefly I just want to mention remember yes. that episode of Freaks and Geeks where one of them took uh the dream girl, you know, yeah. to, to see the jerk and yes. she didn't like it. Yes. Oh, this is a
1: great that is it was, if you
0: want to expand on that any further. That's all I, I got. Feel like, I, I feel mean, like that I'd have to look up the actors' names and comedy
1: I, is is that taste thing too and But you it's can't, like
0: it's kind of what it's what ruins this so called perfect girl for him a bit. Like is that that, idea like, that's the last, first time you don't he's like see eye to eye. he's like, Oh, I don't know if she didn't like it at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. And that's no, but I think that you bring up a good point with Thank that you. too, because this is one of those I think she would be on the side of can, the if, I'm not if, into this. If you weren't you weren't if you are you are. Yeah. And that kind of is the case about anything yeah. that people like or don't like, yeah, right? Like, if I just... get zealous all the time about, like, oh well, you're just an idiot if you didn't like this or yeah. whatever. I'm, like, I'm not always the intended audience. I know that. Sure, yeah. and it's okay. That being said, this this is uh, oh on the whole beloved film. The critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is crude, crass, and oh so quotable. The jerk is nothing short of an all-out comedic showcase for Steve Martin. Um, and yeah, again, mostly ripe scores. Um, I wanted to, I just, I, are, I already want to just like kind of poo-poo most of these because it's all dudes. There's no, there's no female reviewers on the front page, which I hate to get all grandstandy about no, that. No, I
0: think it's worth calling um, it out.
1: Roger Ebert in 2005 only gave it two out of four stars. He said, uh, we get the sense at times that the cast and crew arrived at a location, found the script bankrupt of real laughs, and started looking around for funny props. That's unfair. I think that's very unfair, that's unfair. actually. I mean, but I actually, I've come to discover I don't really see eye to eye with Ebert a lot. I find him contrarian for the sake of it sometimes. Yeah. And it, this feels like one of those, like, okay, this is either your I your think, style of humor or it's not.
0: Yeah. And not to, um, like, uh, defend Ebert, but I have to imagine when you're a critic, it's like, you probably just get tired of like having to have a take about everything like even right. if it's your passion and your job and i think
1: sometimes, sometimes you just deliberately are like ah eh, just it. whatever I'm, I'm or it gets to like you're just not in the hype or yeah. in the vibe yeah and, and again I, I think some of this could be mystified uh, there are a number of people like i'm looking even just at the the few the, the yeah. top user reviews but i don't want to read everything right so i want to just i'm trying to trim but like uh The critical scores seem to be as high as they are numerically because these reviews seem a little, I don't know, they they, they seem a little pretentious. Hmm. I'm just going to say, and look, I'm I'm pretentious to hell, but. Oh, yeah. um, Same. I'm interested in ideas. Yes. (laughs) uh, Ian Robertson, 10 out of 10, says this is Martin at his absolute silliest and therefore most brilliant yeah actually i'm sorry i was just actually a little take because even as i'm reading it's like some of the positive reviews they were backhanded so i didn't want to necessarily hmm. just read a bunch of negative re- but i actually i find that fascinating yeah. that it's almost like crit- critics don't want to like if you didn't like it you didn't like it yeah but don't just say oh it's good because everybody else thinks it's good yeah. even though i have issues with it. i found i find that a little bit duplicitous it's a
0: little wishy-washy um Flip floppy, yeah.
1: Like at least, at least Ebert has a full splatter. Don't, don't, don't be, don't be, don't be touting a positive score and then
0: secretly also like. I mean, just say what you want to say. Also, like, if you're not a paid critic, I mean, if you're a paid critic, you definitely should just say what you want to say. But, but if you're not, it's like the stakes aren't that high. Just say whatever you believe.
1: (laughs) I mean, nobody's. How does this industry even work? Anyway, um,
0: (laughs) you have no fucking idea.
1: Yeah, I just, I think what makes me so much more compelled, especially like just in general, but also for this film in particular with wanting to look at like letterboxd reviews. This is a relatively new app and it's relatively fresh reviews takes. Yes, it tends to be more like millennial age focused as far as the representation on the app. That's not strictly the case, but I also think that there's a certain lens that's, these reviews listen, can. The, the, if I agree, when I agree, I love it. When I disagree, I hate it. And I, right now, I agree, and so now I'm the champion of the site. And I mean, next week I'm going to hate everybody. I got. I mean, I
0: a friend of ours begged me to like join, and mm-hmm. at its, you know, listen, it's a site, it's a, it's social media, but it's, an, it's, but it's, it's entirely it's based. A Twitter, cinephile, exactly, like clout it, chasing. It, it's, it's social media, but like purely about movies. So there's a part of me that's like. Okay, I can cope with that. You know, like. but it's that it's back and forth
1: between the the cla- like the silly, mimi, like oh. two lines or less joke no, versus like t- how earnest can I go? Because people, I think we all crave to be earnest, but we just don't feel that we'll be like validated yeah. without the right like level of. I of, think you of, can be. Of, I think you can be base. terse
0: and earnest. Terseness. Tersteness. <laughs> Turnsteness. Turnip.
1: Turnipness. Tern- mm. Um Let's see. I mean, most of the reviews are really strong or like the are really high star ratings and yeah. but they're not meme They're like they're they're bricky. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to point that out with every movie that I look at the letterboxed reviews of I, people feel very, I think, passionately mm-hmm. earnest. I've never said it, you mm-hmm. know, I hope you weren't taking a shot every time you have been saying that works. You'd be you'd have to go to the hospital now. But it is this kind of fanhood that I'm noticing. Yeah. Where people I think think are are genuinely like connected to this. This is also
0: a movie that It's not it's not just bits. I'm not reading through bits. This is a movie that gets passed down to kids too. Like like your parents watch it. Or saw it, and then they show their kids, and then they show their kids. Like literally, one of the yes. one of the screenwriters, I read a uh, you know forty years after the fact. It has that nostalgic connection. It does, but the, he was saying it used to be. Oh, that's my favorite movie, and then it's like, oh, that's my mother's favorite movie. Yeah, and now he's like, oh, am I going to hear that's my grandpa's favorite movie? Yeah, they you probably know. will. Yeah, soon. No, they will. But, um, but the point is, it has it has it's endured.
1: It's endured. It has that relationship, and and there it's is passed down. There is uh yeah familial quality to it and yeah i found one of th- i found one of the perfect reviews which would be joe jatko on letterboxd gave it five stars and a heart just said the greatest stupid movie of all time question marks
0: yeah <laughs>
1: um i found that i found that nice i mean it's um, it's up
0: there with like a like a buster keaton like keaton of course worked in silent film but but there's like a physicality. There's a cartoonishness to to Martin's performance. Yeah, like when he's trying to trick, you know, those guys in the lowrider. It's
1: broad, but then it's like not everybody's into that kind of humor. Totally, you have and to you have
0: to sort of like submit to it. It's not
1: it's not a clever, witty no. comedy. No, no, no. It's no. not even it's not even really punny. You know what? Actually, it's, it's not even like a punny comedy. I, like, I would say it's it's so it's so deliberately. I think Subversive.
0: this is this is a movie that um, if you wake up feeling like shit, you know, like whether because you are hungover or maybe you just had a bad night, you know, I yeah. think this is a movie you could put on and then wrap a blanket around yourself and just sort of feel like a child for a little bit. And like, you know, I think if it, this is a movie that I think I a that. lot of people have a strong emotional connection
1: to. Yeah. And if you have that, I get or it. have the capacity for that when you engage with it incredible yeah otherwise i i really i do understand why people would hesitate beyond like a two and a half star out of five for i do understand that i think on it if, if you don't resonate with the style of humor definitely if you are not it'd be hard if you don't connect yeah. if you just don't connect to this style of broad humor mm-hmm. and it takes you out of it too much that yes steve martin is doing basically like kind of a tim robinson like i'm extending this sequence so far that you like you don't know where to laugh, so you have oh. to you have to choose where to laugh. Like so you, what you yeah, said to me. Yeah, I was me. gonna say. Pull, do you mean to pull, pull it up?
0: Yeah, would you and read it?
1: Yeah. So Victoria, you had sent me it's something Steve Martin said. Uh, about, do you remember what the source was? Because that's okay if it's not. It, it, it might have been it was from his. It's probably in his memoir. Um. So, uh, Martin recalls reading a treatise on comedy that led him to think, "Quote: What if there were no punchlines? What if there were no indicators? What if I created tension and never released it?" What if I headed for a climax, but all I delivered was an anti-climax? What would the audience do with all that tension? Theoretically, it would have to come out sometime. But if I kept denying them the formality of a punchline, the audience would eventually pick their own place to laugh, essentially out of desperation. Hmm. That's clowning. Yeah. You know, that's, that is, and that's extremely in vogue. And I think um
0: well it's funny you, you brought be, up uh, tim robinson tim robinson I, mean, I think
1: you should leave and i say a godfather of anti-comedy is how i kind of equated yeah, steve martin yeah because whether or not i don't think he's true like, sometimes i don't know i have a mixed relationship with with the association of anti-comedy but essentially what you just described tension yeah. without release yeah and the audience has to choose
0: yeah
1: what they like find funny the, the, the audience has to take a certain like it, it does take you out of it not
0: everybody likes that That's true not everybody yeah. likes that. And I I think you know sim- it's meta. You know, I, I like Tim Robinson. I like Steve Martin. I do think, though, I, I, it's such a perfect comparison to make because I'm also thinking about the fandoms, yes, and the influence and on the passionateness, other, and the, the also, passion. but also the the unfortunate some, or sometimes unfortunate influence where like the wrong yes. lesson is taken. Because I when because we, people don't they understand the the gesture without the the, the the meaning, the uh
1: yeah, the intention.
0: Yeah, because they, they, I, they can mi- I, pantomime it. I liked, I, I love, I think you should leave. But there was a real uptick in sketches submitted that aimed, don't have a or, joke or a game. It was just but it doesn't like
1: serve. If if it, it like the, because at I'll the be, end of the day, the I, he's saying he doesn't. What if there wasn't a punchline? I think he is even saying that. It's like that yeah. is the punchline that is yeah you're con- you're conducting it. The, the punchlines on the crowd yeah the joke is deli- is on us yeah and how do we participate we're either in on the joke or we're not yeah and so if people don't understand that when they're writing a sketch, which I've been yeah. guilty of, the, anyway, for sure. I don't want to
0: say it was like, it wasn't just my team. I mean, it was a Any, thing. I've seen it I think all over. The, myself, all I've written live, jokes like Like this, live comedy sketches. in general can't help but be influenced at the moment by that style, or at least I'll say sketch comedy in LA. It's, it yeah. seems that a lot of people are very much taking cues from Tim Robinson. And that's not a bad thing. But you thing, can't but just be dragging something out without,
1: there is a certain level of... Um, like well, I think you should leave. Really sticks to the landing because you can see that there's still control. Yes. I think the one of the first ones I'm thinking of when controls is really, is yeah. um it's not even from his show, but when he did the characters on Netflix. Yeah, and said so that opening bit where he's being this high roller, look yeah. a lucky guy. Well, this is a whole long sequence, and it's all and it blew. I loved how it was like one continuous shot of him walking in. They never cut away, yeah, it's, and it's all this stuff. Impressive. He throws the dice, and it's like. Snake guys, I broke like freaks <laughs> out. and it just and then the whole rest of the sketch is just him like, I will suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know, do you want to fuck my wife? Like I just this whole thing, uh is the the anti yeah. like it just it it yeah. flips so quickly, quickly, and he is so broadly such a loser, yeah, and so pathetic, yeah, and it isn't just one. Like, I mean, boom I and you're done. I feel like a traditionalist like would would be like, oh, let's just see him go. Oh, I'm broke. Yeah. And then it would cut like like because there's such a long sequence at the top. Yeah. But I think what makes it feel so Steve, Steve Martiny yeah. is the fact that it actually like triples in length yeah. when he is desperately yeah. like like. He's a loser, and his sideburns are already coming off, and yeah. all this shit. You know, it's I just, mean, it, we just see him melting down. Steve Martin does this a lot in this movie too, in, yeah. in a good way. Yeah,
0: and also similar to the way that people like Wright have been mimicking Tim Robinson, I have to imagine, like there's a there's a certain basicness to the jerk that I think allows. I can imagine a bunch of kids suddenly like taking everything literally. You know? Yeah, like you mean I'll be the president of Texaco Oil? Yeah. Like just. It's charming when he does it, but if you don't understand this,
1: I mean that's the the you know, s- South Park, yeah. and Kids watching that when I was a kid, I didn't understand half the jokes I was repeating, right? You know, so there is
0: that level of yeah, just mimicry of, and I'm sure it didn't how stay, like the, it wasn't the just little boys. I'm sure dudes coming into the office, sure, like, <laughs> um, and also you know, I people can laugh at something and sort of miss. The, the deeper meaning of the joke, you know, it, sometimes it's just a reaction, you yeah know, to something. So, yeah. um Who's your best supporting player? Bernadette Peters.
1: But I mean, I, she's more of a main player,
0: I would yeah. say, but actually. But she does come later into the plot. She does
1: come later and she leaves and then comes back. So, yeah. like, she's not. Did we ever say what, like, the plot of this was? I, yeah, I, not, I guess I briefly. I guess did. I just felt like we don't really.
0: Talk, I got too into it. No, I, um, we're not. Listen, we don't. We're I really not. Had we're not the. We're this. not the podcast that tells you like the whole plot from point A to point B. You yeah, guys this, know this. Yeah, by this isn't.
1: This isn't the jerk. Explain. No, okay? we don't
0: do that.
1: <laughs> go to go to go to New Rock Stars. I'm just kidding. Well, I would, I lo- I would just be re-
0: I would literally just be reading like from Wikipedia, which I mean sometimes we already do. But <laughs> no, but there's a difference
1: between adding context and then like yeah. like the the major and then if the majority is filler, it's, no, like it's not I,
0: it's because if you've already listened I mean, I assume you're listening to this because you've seen the jerk. And if you haven't, that's totally fine. I don't think we you know, I, we whatever. really didn't spoil anything. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't know how.
1: I don't think you can either. But also, I don't think plot wise, it's, it's not, not that a kind movie of movie for its plot. Really, no. Even. It's I not mean, about it, plot, it's
0: a rise and fall, which is... but it kind of is fine. Yeah. Like
1: it's it just does There's no stakes. No, it's 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 flat It's, fluff. And, but it's marshmallow side, fluff. There are
0: many many. Choices we could make, in yeah. the, the best supporting, so I feel like I didn't really use my imagination, but I'm going with M. Emmett Walsh as yeah. the gunman because,
1: oh, yeah, no, he was great. I mean, honestly, th- there were so many
0: great supporting players. I, I mean, I liked seeing and um Jackie Mason in there, you know, I think everyone he's... understood
1: the assignment, yes, and like really shows up and plays, yeah, to the reality, yeah, and that's what sells the premise, yeah, of this otherwise, like, like this character would be so. Unpalatable if it wasn't played with such like wide eyed yes. earnestness yeah, from Steve yeah. Martin mm-hmm. in a world that yeah. validates that yes. type of behavior. Yeah, he not treated as an oddball. No, like he is he is accepted for the things that we're side eyeing. Then it's like, oh, the punchline is somebody else comes in and and they actually are like your shoes untied, or it's like not yeah. that, but you know the I idea of he they're 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 upset about this. Yeah, other aspect as yeah. opposed to the obvious. Well, thing. and
0: I mean the the notion of it's like a, a lone gunman at random deciding to kill somebody—they pick out the phone book. It's like yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah, no, honestly, there's like. there's some truth to that. And then I did like it's when cheeky. at the end, you know, he thinks he's finally coming for him, and he's just there to serve him papers or something, and it, you know, he's a private eye, but he's like ah, you know, yeah, my wife left me. I just quit smoking. And it's like, that's all he says. You think his character would have gotten
1: along with the Mikey and Nikki uh, hitman? Oh, yeah. That guy's just like, hey, I'm just trying to get a job done here. Fucking Ned Beatty. Yeah, exactly. Ned Beatty. Ned
0: Beatty. Beatty. Yeah, I I feel
1: like they actually almost feel like... They feel like they they drink in the same bar. Yeah. uh, (laughs) You know, someone could edit a, a fan cam going between the footage of these two characters and they're I mean, kind of like just on two different stars. I, yeah, I
0: think you're definitely looking at the same sky. They definitely have some, uh, they got shit in common. I didn't even think about that. that I just like, like the, a, I do like that because that was one of yeah. my favorite parts about that film. Yeah.
1: Is that subversion again, a d- oh, different yeah. flavor. It's just with a job. The lame, it's, it's just supposed to be an easy job. The like, joke of it is yeah. that it's
0: not this hardcore thing. Yeah. It is this yeah. means to an end. Yeah. Yeah, well, buddy. and and just those uh those low level mob guys. Now this guy was yeah. more of like a crazy lone gunman, but I, but yeah, I crazy, I, but it's but it is it's a similar different, though. It's no, I mean, their it's, own
1: their own trajectory and all of the little nitpicks of yes. getting through that. Kitty, Stop. Um, I think I think is it, this was a this is a a deceptively very clever film. Oh and yeah. I don't think it's so. I think the stuff that people might argue doesn't work or or whatever. It's like, well, I think you have we're lack, maybe you just're lacking the context or the zeitgeist or whatever. Just, I'm not saying that Ebert was clearly around when this came out. But I'm just
0: thinking about the social satire of like, remember how I always wanted. A zebra bed with satin flourishes. Yeah. Remember how I always wanted a Greek style. Pl- like, just it's that. It's silly, but it's, it's like, it's but, it's. but that is materialism. I think it's that's pretty measured. It, like, it, that's how that shit, like, new money and the, all the gold chains around his neck. The, and you know what The I'm housekeeper who has exactly. to be shot by a firing and it's squad. All, it's all paid off, right? Yes.
1: Like, they lay a foundation, you pay it off. And I actually will say, too, like, it doesn't waste my time like no. i wasn't i didn't get
0: bored no. it moved
1: pretty quickly no because i mean i, I mean it's a and solid i, I mean what is, go, is it
0: like a 80
1: how many minutes was this oh I, I don't forget i, I should have looked that up actually i can it find it actually really be quickly. two hours but maybe
0: i'm wrong I'm about look, that i can
1: i'll find out um, right now 94 minutes so it's a it's it, like a 94 minutes so it's it's so it's, it's a solid comedy but movie. it doesn't yeah.
0: drag i think no. it moves quickly enough no and i think there's also something special about the, the circus sequence because, right, Steve Martin was a, like a, a barker at yeah. Disneyland. Like, he, he did his summers and his weekends working in, like, the land magic, ma- magic shop. There. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, it's,
1: it's, it's interesting to imagine, like, going down Main Street yeah. in a different context like that because it used to not be... Yeah. I mean, that would have been... You'd have to, you know, the, it's this whole, yeah. it's, it's that well been, into the park to even get to that. Oh, yeah. So I no. was wondering, like, how is it like the sort of neighborhood shop vibe thing? He's well, talking about it like, oh, it's just at the local magic St- shop. Yeah, it's it, like, on Main Street. No, like, you have well, to get off on Ball Road, take two exits, go, like, four <laughs> four layers into the parking structure, take a tram, buy like, like, like
0: pay $100, That's and so then funny. walk a half
1: mile, and now you're at the magic shop. Well,
0: he worked there in the 50s. I know, um, it's a different time. Like, it was a different time. Um, in fact, there is a... I I mean, I I like went and looked into this. Apparently, he is like, there's a whole movie that was taken of Disneyland in like 56. Mm. And people are like, oh, you can see him in one of the shots. And I went looking for it. And it was like, where the fuck is? I don't see where the fuck he is. Maybe they just thought it's another salt
1: and pepper guy.
0: I mean, here's the thing. I went and found a clip that's like, oh, this is the the six seconds or whatever that he appears in. And they describe, they're like, okay, it's the guy going at the bottom of the frame. I'm like, it, it's a thumb. I'm like, I don't, it's a thumb. I'm like, I don't know who that is. That's how do, funny. T- explain to me how that's Steve Martin because I you don't, imagine it's just like, just could be guy, anybody. It's just some guy with gray hair. It could be anybody, anyway. It could have just been old man Jenkins. And that's the other thing, I'm like maybe, ages. He, yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he uh, his, also Steve Martin, not to go on, a, I know we're just about done here, yeah. but I just want to mention that Steve Martin's father was also an actor, but not as successful and, was quite stern and not very complimentary of Steve growing up and he pretty Steve Martin described like his, his feelings toward his father were just like hatred.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's in his, that is, that
0: is well documented in born standing up. There was a a disconnect. I think there's something. Born standing up is really good. There's uh, yes, it is. And there's just something there. um, Something he, Bernadette Peters, like many years after their relationship uh, ended, she was like, "Oh, he's a comic genius, but he's a very serious man." Yeah, and I think that's. I think he's really earnest. Like he's oh, he, yeah, later. very serious.
1: Yeah. So we talk about not being self-serious. That's so like I I recognize the hypocrisy of me asserting that <laughs> yeah. earlier, but he actually is but very. But if you're if
0: you're wise enough, vulnerable. And, if you're wise I enough guess. to be able to play the clown, like again, if you're the kind of person like he's I, he's going
1: for the laugh, and be, yeah. So
0: being a clown like that, that that's he, it,
1: it can really hurt. Because oh, it yeah. is so vulnerable Incredibly. to be, you have to like to be really stewing in the shit. Yeah, and then when something land, and then you're just chasing that, and you're yeah. you're you know, yeah. There, there's a vacuum to be to be filled. There's a void. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad that Tragic. they they committed this performance to celluloid, and the digital. Beeps and boops. It's got a, it's got a 3.6 average letter, Letterbox score. Well, it's got a 100 Steve Martin score for a hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. This, this is 100 Steve Martin. Is, this is this is his. I mean, there's other people's voices in here. I mean, the again, really well made on the whole. So, <laughs> so funny. So, I mean, so solid. like the the gag of the water cooler, and instead of paper cups, he's pulling down there like crystal chalice. Yeah. I'm you're sorry. either on board with with that
1: humor, I love or it. you're not. Yeah, and I think Nice throwing lessons. Always, I mean,
0: it's just. I mean, the
1: visual gags are. It's 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 very silly. It's slapstick, oh, okay. but not. Yeah. Not. It's not full Three Stooges. It has no. a little more nuance, but it's not. Yeah. It's not being. It's it's not trying to be too smart for you. Yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. It was so, great. Yeah, yeah. Go watch the jerk, everybody. Go watch the jerk, y'all. You won't be mad. This was our hundredth episode. Oh shit! Yeah.
1: Ding 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 de, ding, ding, de, ding 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 <laughs> ding ding ding. This was our
0: hundredth episode, ding. so um, we've been doing this for a bit. Um, if you if you like, oh my god, I know. If you like what we've been doing, I know. Hundred episodes. Oh my god. Um, we we would love a review. It helps us. It helps other people. It helps very new nice. people find us. It's just um, very nice. But also. uh you know forget reviews you can just tell somebody about it that is also excellent you know and i realize not everyone's a podcast person this might not be the thing but if you but if you know someone who already listens to podcasts yeah. like they're already in that suit right then like don't say, try to
1: transition them you know it's like yeah, it's like they're either into the medium or they're not exactly and it's be like it, that's not
0: they're gonna be like, what's a podcast like, You're to be like, get, oh my god to get the only person who might get into podcasts through us is like somebody who's never heard of podcasts and likes movies and doesn't mind hearing women talk. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll catch you next week. We're women. We're women.